You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Crush Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Cantharion, a.k.a. Chris Crush Jacob, because Chris Crush will make the ball jump, jump. We have a very, very late-night podcast, a pod after dark, and yet we have a bunch of friends joining. For however long they choose to join, I'm excited to have people hanging out, uh, and we'll start at the top with Cletus Pork Chop Sandwiches. How you doing, sir? Hello, hello. Hey, good to, good to be back, even if it's briefly. Um, happy to hang out with all you guys. Yeah, good to have good to have Legacy Crush Fam in the house, even if it's just for a little bit. Thank you for joining us tonight. You got it. Long time lurker. Um, happy to join. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then we have our fearless. Well, I mean, he's got some fears, but we don't talk about them. Leader Degumpa. How's it going, Dag? Jason mm-hmm. Brucewell. Boosie. Eh. Yeah. I mean, all right. I'll take eh over aw. So that's it. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Hey, thanks for being here and inspiring other people to join by your presence. Because that's exactly what happened. People love me. What can I I say? People love me. And and Jason Buswell is a legend, so it's, it's two reasons to join. He's all right. And then we have... Sports Ghost, Derek Rogers Jr. How's it going tonight? He's quiet. Why'd you yell that? Did I yell it? I I was excited. Sports Ghost. Sports Ghost, because you know it makes me think of Space Ghost. That's why. So I think Space Ghost, coast to coast. No. No. (laughs) All right. That's it. And that's the podcast, everyone. That's I will never ever put emphasis on a name like that ever again. Oh man! Off to a roaring start. Oh jeez! And now batting your sub two fifty hitter, Crush Jacob. Hey, I'm wow. two eighty one, fool. Hey, I'm, don't I'm... trash talk my fantasy, Carrie. Crush Jacob. Dude, I have fifteen home runs. What is happening right now? <laughs> Oh, this is actually happening. Stealing. I was going to say, am I getting traded to DVS for that last statement? Uh, I I would have no knowledge of that, and I would I would never dream of tampering, so I, uh, your guess is as good as mine on that. No, Remy Ratatouille was reading my newest uh, media. I fair, think I read some pretty good ones. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you a, a lot of the the analytics have said that DVS is looking for relief pitching, um, but that's all I could say. I, I I wouldn't know anything beyond that. It's not like I'm oh I'm, I'm in the war room. It's I mean I can't say anything, so I don't I don't know what to tell you. But uh, I have no insight into that particular. I mean, Trevor Duncan really wanted me to go to DVS. He's just like, well, I don't know if he did or not. He was talking to me about it. That, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. What I can tell you is we also have Miner's Ambassador. Can I I be loud about that? Can I be loud about that? No, that's exciting. Okay. (laughs) Captain Dom, 
Kojima hey. Koi. How's it going? Uh, did you hear that uh, someone was found dead at Mets Stadium? What? Yeah. Was it, um, was it the Mets season? No, it, it was an actual dude who um he, he fell from a he fell on a staircase and like died, um, which is still more enjoyable than actually watching the Mets. So I don't, I don't really blame them. <laughs> but I'm pretty good. Hi guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I think you've said it all. I think that's that's another way to end the podcast. So thanks everyone for joining. <laughs> We've had two abrupt endings so far. We're a few minutes in. That's not great. Not wait. ideal. Wait, wait. Oh my god, guys! It was Andrew Yane. No, I'm kidding. It it wasn't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was. It was dead like his uh, his um, mayoral campaign. But no, that's oh, worst joke. I, I okay, I get it. But, and um, that's our podcast, folks. Uh, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. I mean. I've had worse endings, I think, to the podcast, so... Anyway, <laughs> last but certainly not certainly not least, uh, we're joined by Sonic Gmail, a.k.a. Glen Allen Mixin, Mixin, a.k.a. Beer. I'm not sure uh, if he'll be speaking tonight, but... Uh, uh, receiver of one-time Rookie of the Month, Glen Allen uh, Mixin. I'm just here to watch. Oh, fair. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, he's he's here for the drinking party. My old, uh, he's just here so he doesn't get fined. What's he going to get fined for? Not drinking at my bar? Yes. That's how it works, yeah. That's that's a great way to run a bar. <laughs> just work with local police, and anyone who doesn't drink there gets fined. That's perfect. I have enough trouble keeping the guys I do have out of my bar, especially at the damn wine cellar. <laughs> wow we're deep in the lore now that's <laughs> no if you he... i think you have access to that locker room i know dag probably doesn't i know mr ambassador doesn't but there is a deep lore with that setup bar now like every day every other day when i'm not busy at work i add another layer to it I mean, if you post it and don't put it in our creation station, I don't read it. I'm going to be honest yeah. these days. I don't read anything that people don't post in the Kingpin's creation station. Well, I'll put it to you this way. You're missing out on some good stuff. I I guarantee I am. I guarantee <laughs> I am. I'm also missing out on bad stuff from not our people, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> like... I would rather, I think it's safer for my sanity to just not go to the forums unless I have a specific link from a trusted Crush fan member it is not the cremation station. Shut up. <laughs> Change. Is that a DAG move? Who changed that? Cremation station. Oh I, know, I was going to say, how deep does the rabbit hole go? You don't want to know. Too deep. I was going to say balls deep. Okay, so the <laughs> the season so far... Shout out to Crush Mom. Uh, love love always having you listening, Mom. You're, you're just a great human. And I miss you so much. And uh, <laughs> she loves it. It cracks her up. Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about... I don't know, I just wanted to go into some like OOTP basics. Talk about team strategies a little bit. 
maybe help the bosses tweak some stuff in the lineup. More likely, just talk about nonsense about the engine, lament uh, poor performance, and praise high performance, even though it's all random variants. I think that's probably the move, but we'll try to be helpful along the way and see what see if, as a side effect, we can make it happen. It's always the intent to be helpful, even if it doesn't work out that way. And thank you. See, that's that's all I ask. Thank you for posting a link to your to your awesomeness, and I will read it later. Absolutely. He giggled. What's that? He giggled. He says, "This is the newest one." He he. Uh oh. Yeah. It's trouble. I don't trust that. That's mysterious. <laughs> deleted. Post deleted. Oh, God. <laughs> Immediately cleans Jet Man Media General. I was going to say, Hummus God's going to suspend me for that one. All right, so I don't let's... think Hummus God would suspend anyone for anything. Sorry, Jacob, go ahead. No, you're good. That's, I think... Oh, oh hummus... that's the best joke of the podcast right there. Right? <laughs> I'm like... Good one. Good one. Listen, Hummus Man is, is an amazing human, but there are times when you're like, what is that guy doing? And, and that... Playing Rocket League. And those times usually happen during the stream. Wow. You have no idea how fast I looked to see if he was in here. Yeah, it's not I'm really fun. Sure he listens to these. I was going to say, it's not as enjoyable making fun of him when he's not here, for sure. It's, yeah. You guys, you guys know my saying, like, be nice to people when they're not around. Be rude to people to their face, because otherwise, how will you know if you're friends or not? Yeah, it, it... And he sure does love being made fun of, especially when I do it. That's true. When I, do it. I was going to say, how well does a bus run? The bus well. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, but everyone just leaves. <laughs> wow. I mean... Oh, man, that cleared half the freaking place. Oh, boy, they don't like the bad, the dad jokes. That's not... Oh, I, I just disconnected. What was the joke? Don't say it again. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's move on to... Uh, so one of my favorite things to look at, and especially on my perfect team, uh, one thing that I'm constantly tweaking is strategies for base running. And I try to use uh, UBR. So UBR is ultimate base running. And it essentially checks the value a player adds to their team... Uh, during base running plays based on run expectancy uh, during a specific situation, uh, you know, in, in regards to, like, amount of outs and runners on which bases, things like that. So um, it's it's kind of a generic calculation that because we're, we're testing a bunch of things within an engine, it kind of actually works. I'd say as far as, like, fan graph stuff, people will take it or, or leave it because in real life situations like certain teams are better in certain situations than others and certain parks favor certain situations over others so it's a little tougher um, with the simulations there's a little bit less variance so UBR is a decent stat and for the most part the crush fam is crushing it on the bases um, you can if you look at the home screen uh, they are let's see Sixth overall in base running. Not too shabby. 
but what if, what if they were first? Or what if they were third? Wouldn't that be a higher ranking than sixth? That is how numbers work. Is and I'm same? really glad that you're functioning well with counting. Don't even have to <laughs> fact check that one. No, I can, I can guarantee you that being first or third is higher than being sixth. Perfect. <laughs> so one cool thing about the way that this league functions is that you can your speed and your base running will always be identical the way that we have our stats set up. So pretty much everyone is at the same level when it comes to how good you are at running the bases. Unlike stealing, where if your speed is higher than your stealing ability, you'll generally be pretty trash at trying to steal bases. Base running normally works the same way in the engine, but because of the way that we do stats, since they're always equal, everyone's pretty much the same decent level of base running. Um, and the rough marker is 40, is if you're above, or 41 I should say, if you're above 41, generally speaking, at least in the minors, you're going to steal some bags. And that is a side effect of a lot of low arm ratings. A lot of low arm ratings. In the majors, there are still low arm ratings, but you encounter more folks with higher arm ratings and higher range as well. So they're getting to balls more quickly and they're getting rid of the ball more quickly. Versus in the minors where people pretty much exclusively focus on range at all positions um, and even then aren't maxed out on range. So it's a little harder for them to get to the ball and then throw it somewhere. So looking at this season alone, we've only got uh, two people in the negative and one, one person neutral. Uh, and our one neutral person right now, actually kind of surprising looking at the numbers, so 55 speed and 55 running, uh, Sax Justice. Oh. He's actually, uh, it shows negative, so he might be like negative 0 0.001 or something but he's technically not running the bases very well. He so, is a scrub, so checks out. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we were going based on the user, you see, again, he's not here. It's not nearly as fun. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> ESO's great. I don't know. That's, that's stupid. Whatever. Show up to my podcast so I can make fun of you. <laughs> that's the, that's the secret. If you don't to bully you, show up. Yeah, that's the that's the real yeah. reason I run these is so I can just. No, that's uh, that's the classroom role, man. If someone's not in the classroom, you're allowed to roast the shit out of them as the teacher. Oh. So, yeah. Well, I think in that environment, there's the Same assumption justice. that they have to like they're supposed to show up versus this yeah. is strictly voluntary. No, you're supposed to show up to crush him. It's like showing that's up to these the, podcasts. That's what the death squad is for, right? Wait. We're talk. We're gonna talk about that. The death squad. Oh, is that? Oh, I'm. Okay, I'm sorry. Um. We'll get. Uh, we'll get Sarah to clean that up for us somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Team lawyer. Team lawyer Sarah <laughs> is gonna fix it all for. Even though she's a terrible lawyer by her own admission. Hey, uh, she won the only PBE case she's taken. True. She got the grievance pay and everything. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was pretty epic, actually. Back pay and all, like it was actually. That, that is the best, because most drama posts in PBE are just like some dude getting punished and then and then overreacting about it. That's such a great drama post because it's so stupid, but it still made people angry. 
Like, anchovy versus the PvE was never a serious piece of media and still became one of the greatest pieces of trash talking in our history. Yeah, it's it was just the airing of grievances. And yes. apparently people took it very seriously. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it, like, it's clearly one of those situations where, wow, you've... You've either never read anything Sarah's ever written, or man, you just you take a lot of stuff personally, and you know we got to respect that, right? We got to respect people's journeys, but like, man, Sarah, like Sarah's the most fun. I don't, I don't understand. How could you get offended by anything she ever posts? It's crazy to me. Anyway, successful litigator. Yeah. Anchovy. All right. Um, so yeah, sex justice. So let's look at his um, the strategy settings that we have for Sex Justice right now. And remember, guys, I'm not leaking any insider information. This is all stuff available on the Sim file. So uh, yes. don't get mad at me for uh, revealing all of the Kingpin's elite strategies when literally everyone can see what these are. Or get mad at me anyway, because that's kind of funny. Sure. And I always sorted by... So he's the fastest on the team, actually, at, at 55 speed. He's always been this, the base runner of the team. I mean, even when he had like his really good rookie year, he was very good at it then, too. So he is literally maxed out on stealing and base running. Really? Yes, really. Hmm. Uh, the stealing makes sense because he's got 56 stealing and 55 speed, so he should be pretty good at it. Looking at how that's actually working for us, his stolen base rates are, for the season, where to go? He has uh, 24 uh, stolen and 3 caught. Stealing. Yeah, it's 88%. He's doing great. So the stealing, the, the stolen bases is working. But the base running is not. Now let's look at a comp player with only one less speed, Anchovy, who's got a positive UBR, 0.7. Is one notch down on both stealing and base running. So potentially, hmm. potentially, sex justice may be more effective if one notch, if plus four instead of plus five. Potentially. Something to experiment with. And uh, 82% on stolen bases. So, um, again, stealing equal to speed is slightly worse than stealing over speed. Stealing over speed is, is the strat. That's the... If you want to steal bases, that's what you got to have. So, if they're even, you'll be okay. If you've got stealing over speed, you'll be pretty darn good. You can see Radiance Ham has got 90% stolen base. Um, who has one less speed than Sax Justice, but the same amount of stealing. And again, maxed max settings right now. And Radiant Sam is doing really well on the base, base paths right now. So Radiant Sam has a 2.1 UBR. So again, keep in mind, like, it's all situational. So, um, again, I don't have, like, the exact numbers in front of me of, of run expectancy or anything, but... Uh, the the idea is if your run expectancy goes down as a result of you failing to advance, that's bad. If your run expectancy goes up as a result of you successfully advancing, that's good. So that's that's essentially the basis of this metric of UBR. 
But yeah. Uh, but yeah. And one thing that you can't do with the engine. So if I change, like normally you can change the scope, uh, or the split, excuse me, to be a time frame of career. Uh, UBR does not always properly update. So like I can look at UBR, like career UBR. Um, it shows numbers, but those numbers don't, it's not quite one-to-one. -one. So it's like war, uh, a season later when you look at war, how it, how it kind of looks a little goofy. It doesn't, it like inflates. The UBR kind of does the same thing. But we use it anyway. I mean, we use war from previous seasons anyway, so I guess it isn't a big deal. It's a it's a quirk of the engine. It's uh, war changes based on um, current averages. Like like the the replacement player, the average replacement player changes based on how the league is doing. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. Uh, but the point is, uh, if we look at UBR, so if I change to career UBR, literally everyone on the team is going to be positive. Um, Atlas Gray is the closest to bad. Point two. Shoutouts to Atlas. Atlas, who, yeah, 41. 41 speed, so going to be pretty average on the base paths. Makes sense. Literally um, adjusting the team settings, and the team settings say be pretty aggressive. Be pretty aggressive. So overall, the point is that take, take UBR season by season with a grain of salt, um, I probably adjust it too much. I look at it like Jacob. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey. Could you guys not hear any of that? Uh, you. We missed like a sentence. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I, anyway. I, I just remember. I, I just remember Chris Cross jump jump and, and then you went silent for about right. I've been silent the entire time. Oh man. The point was when I'm running perfect team, I check UBR on a daily basis because roughly like 30 games run. So it's it's a little different looking at 30 games versus you know in a in a sim day we'll look at like seven games or eight games right. So maybe like once a week checking out UBR is is valuable. Um, but but again, you don't want to over adjust either. So yeah, maybe once a week, maybe once a week, check out that UBR, see if um, if things we're doing are are working, if they aren't working. And they're gonna be based on the teams we face too. So if you're facing teams with again with higher arms on the field, uh, base running uh, lower base running settings are better. So it's it's one of those like easy to adjust in playoff games, right? Uh, but trickier during the season since the the quality of the teams you face like as far as uh, defensive stats changes a lot. And yeah, we're just talking about um, lamenting the, the season performance. You know, sometimes yeah. you're, you're 500 TPE below one player, it, it blows my mind that... Five to six TPE. Yeah, there are there. people with maxed out power who have like six home runs <laughs> so far in the season. And then my player who has like almost 90, uh, 85, almost 85 on, on uh, yeah. left and right has hit 15. I am about the fourth best rookie 
and I'm second in TPE. So yeah. Well, that that lines up. That kind of that kind of contradicts the argument. So I don't appreciate that. Uh, that was rude. I apologize. How, how dare you provide evidence to refute <laughs> what we were just saying? Yeah. What's up with all this fact checking? That's a, that, we don't I, do that, here. that was not fact checking. That was, he just knows that. Yeah. So that's yeah. That, there's I, I memorized my rating. <laughs> so, so you're you're allowed to study before you come here. Yeah, uh, we actually have a, a pop quiz in ten minutes, uh, and if you don't pass, uh, your player auto retires. Shu, wow. he gets executed by Shu, like um, Shoe you know, you know the scene more. from Gladiator. It'll be like well, that. Oh, with the thumbs down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Shu is Shu is like the the Caesar, and he'll could, thumb could down, like, and then could, uh, could be like uh, like a like a death by like like I guess Shu Shu. Type no, deal. I no. It's wow. um, <laughs> what happens? So um, Juosu and um, Hummus kind of stack together in like a trench coat, and they both carry swords. So it's like a four-handed sword monster, and then they stab you. Okay, like, I, I, yeah. I just... So that's that's what's gonna happen if you fail the test. I I had that dream last night. Oh yeah, me too, man. It's terrifying. I really it's think PvE is some psionic cult. Yeah, it's what happens when you sleep with someone holding hands. You have the same dream. Oh. oh. Uh, shout out to uh, Connor, who just went to college, by the way. Can we unpack that a little bit? No. no. So when you... No, I, I need to... No. So you, you fall asleep holding hands, and you have the same dream. I like this. This is a good Crush Podcast After Dark topic, I think. Yeah. I need I'm to sorry, more. Jacob, that we have just totally hijacked this. I mean, we I kind of want to rewatch Inception now. Like we're, like, we're like the, the Somali pirates of the crush well, well, let me tell you this. Um, try, instead of holding their hand while they're asleep, you dip it in warm water. Try that. Yeah. yeah except part, if you're sleeping in the same bed, that, that, doesn't that just hurt you? Well, we weren't in the same can, bed. I, you can I, hold the I, I hand and be of, far enough away from them. Like a king bed, you should be fine. I, I was suspended from the ceiling. I just... I don't know. I mean, because at that point, that's probably your bed, too. So you're just, like... You're just ruining also your bed in that in that instance. It seems, it seems like a... A not pro strat? Is it a rookie strat at that point? I'm not sure what the, what the verbiage is, but... Seems unideal. Suboptimal. Wouldn't recommend. Optimal. <laughs> Would not recommend. Listen, I like it when you guys go on rants because that means I can stop talking for a while. So that's anytime. Anytime you guys want to just talk about nonsense, I'm, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> Do it. All right. Uh, but yeah, shout outs to Shu for being on my fantasy team um, and with a 640 slugging right now. Love that. I was going to say, he's on my fantasy team, too, and DiStefano and uh, Orgard are both out hitting him right now. It's not like he's exactly sucking, to be fair. I was going to say, I call for him to retire, like, every stream I'm in. <laughs> Did you guys see um, they're doing the Jay Steele is running the home run derby and not the show? I did. Why? That's really cool. So, so here's my question. Oh, okay. 
so so the OOTP engine has the home run derby's a thing in the engine. Um, yeah. I don't, you can't watch it. It's not a simulated. Or it's not a, a well, viewable thing. Go. It's a simulated thing. You just answered your own question. So why can't we also have it simulated in the engine? Oh, never mind. That's a different you question. You know Hummus would have it, so he's the batting practice pitcher. Because it's dumb. Derby. Yeah. Well, hey, I, yeah, that's all I'm saying is, listen, everything else is in the engine. I understand we want a live experience. So the show is a cool, like, I like that. I like that setup. That's fun. Um, but I'm still curious as far as who the engine likes to win that, that contest. I I would root for Hacker Man. I love I love me some Elliot Alderson, so let's go. But um yeah, I don't know. That's that's my question. Why not both? Ahmed winning that, I think. I think Hamed would be the one who wins. Hamed be crazy right now. I honestly I think it's something you have to set up before the se- I don't know if you can do it in the middle of a season. I'm not sure how that how the um turning those like flags on and off works. I don't know. So maybe if it's something we decided to do like a week ago, it was too late. Maybe. Hmm. Or maybe we could just like literally I'm in the engine. I don't know where the settings are for that stuff. But maybe I could do that right now and just turn that like in league settings. Can I turn on the home run derby? I don't know. And I'm not, again, I'm not looking it up. <laughs> I can see the buttons to erase things, to reset things. Uh, and I know you can change, like, the calendar. Yeah, let's just hold it, like, like physically. Like, all the people who control players who are in the home run derby have to actually oh boy. compete. Yeah. Do, I mean, so that's a deeper question. Do you feel like you could hit a home run? Uh, with training, yes. Right now, probably not. I'm saying, I'm saying, you find out tonight that we're doing a live home run derby on Monday, and like, and and let's just say everyone can get the time off or whatever. So let's say like real life isn't the burden here, uh, but <laughs> you literally go. only have tomorrow, essentially, mm-hmm. to practice to set up for it. Do you think you could hit a home run? Um, who am I hitting it off? Whoever, whoever is available to pitch to you. I mean, because again, this is Uh-oh. like, so we could say in this scenario that we're all flying to a location and not worrying about uh, the pandemic, <laughs> blah blah blah. So you could, you so could say like, so like a real home run derby yeah. run by PBE users. Yeah, or. Or oh my it god, could be, that's an astoundingly funny idea. Or it could be like everyone goes into their yard or local park, and mm. you just have to use whoever's available in your like in your circle, in your IRL mm-hmm. circle. So those either way, I mean, I don't know. Do we Isn't, have any like hard gym gym people or athletes in the PBE? Um, that we know of, because yeah, I mean, obviously in a League of 400 people, one of them is going to be an athlete, but like that we know of. Uh, uh, th- there, w- there was one I'd like to talk about how uh, good of an athlete he was, um, mm. but he, he, he didn't stick around for very long. We something, something, about his, something about his temperament. I can't remember. 
<laughs> I, I had no idea. He's the worst guy in the league, though, if his temperament's terrible. But well, the, it, was, it was more his manners. Yeah, he, he, he mind he minded he them very well. Mind his manners, yeah. Right. Um, I you know we've we've had folks on the podcast who are former athletes, like former high school athletes. So I would say mm. those folks have a shot. Yeah, because I as funny as it is to be like a super well known name in in this league, like I do not think like me or like a knock or hummus are going to be like crushing any dingers anytime soon you know like even if it's like a fake home run it would probably be like a pretty obscure user like even when so i used to play pickup games with my friends like uh, sandlot style where it would just be like four of us or five of us so we do like half field or just do like basically batting practice with a couple outfielders oh my god that sounds so therapeutic right now yeah i mean this was this was a long time ago it was like 18 years ago no not maybe not quite that long ago it's about 15 years ago um making yourself old there man i am i am old i'm gonna say aren't there plenty of users that are in their teenage years at this point you're really dating yourself there yeah yeah. oh absolutely like i think um iso's older than me on the team and that's it iso's like literally a year older than me um but any the point was the point was to say even in those days i couldn't hit a home run i could hit like a solid liner every once in a while um but actually hitting a home run like i don't we didn't play in like actual parks most of the time, so I couldn't tell you exact distance, like how far I could hit the ball. But like hitting it beyond three hundred feet, um, at at my best, I don't think I could do that. So I yeah, I, I just don't think I've ever hit more than like a double in my in my uh, heyday. Let alone trying to pick up a bat today and swing. I think I would hit. Um, I might hit a couple of decent liners, like two hundred ish feet, that go like you know just just find the the grass. Wow. But beyond that, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I can home run. So, okay, let's, let's say that I hit a, I hit a walk off grand slam and kickball once. That's definitely the same. I mean, it's baseball, except much easier and also on the ground. I'm like, listen, I'm not a (laughs) physics major, but I'm pretty sure it is easier to kick a ball than to hit a baseball with a bat. I mean, have you ever seen someone kick a ball 500 feet before? Think about that, Jacob. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't think so. I've never as an adult, I don't think I've ever played kickball as an adult. Well, think about hmm. football. How many feet are in a yard? 3, Three. feet, right? 7. So <laughs> I think it's nearly impossible to kick a ball 500 feet. I mean, uh, yeah. Do we count like the bounce, like the bounces at the end, or are you talking like straight um, kick? Yeah, that, I guess that about, makes like, sense. In a, in a football game, for the most part, because 50 yard field goals, and then you got a 60 yard record for a field goal, and football is 64 yards. And okay, but how far can you kick a soccer ball? I used to be able to kick it pretty far, but that was a drop kick. I I'm think the th- worst thing. But the physics of the ball matter too, right? So, like, kicking a football is, um, it's not going to go as far as, say, like a soccer ball. Well, so, I feel like you could kick, like, I feel like professional soccer players could kick 
like end end to end, no problem. Yeah. It, it, like with some degree of accuracy, like I've seen it in games where they like just ridiculously kick it to like the other goal, basically. And then when they get tapped on the shin, they go down and cry. Well, yeah, but that listen, we gotta focus. We gotta focus on the physics of the of. So I feel like a kickball could go 500 yards. I think with the right. I think it would be like professional kickball player though. I would it would be someone who does this for a living. If that was possible, that would be a very sad way to live life. I'm sure it'd be fun, but it's just like it's just like you go on a dating site and it just says professional kickball player. <laughs> they put that in their profile. I love that. Actually, you know what? People listen, people like people who are passionate about things. So if you're passionate about about kickball, Lean into that. You're going to find someone who's like, wow, this person's super passionate. Let's go. I feel bad because I think I may have hit a nerve with Dag because he muted my, he muted what I was saying. He's not listening. He's muted and deafened. It's super rude. I was going to say, I guess, I guess I upset him in some way, and I apologize if I did. No, he he mentioned at the top that he was going to leave at some point. Um, I didn't know it would be a shun leave. I wasn't expecting it, but you know, that's he's a busy man. I get it. He's the boss. But the point. Is, okay, so the point is, I feel like kicking a ball four hundred feet ish, like three hundred plus feet, is is more doable or more readily doable than hitting a baseball with a bat for me personally. Like I think I if if I took the right angle, I would like myself to to hit a kickball home run. At least one. I think I could do at least one if you gave me like uh, you know, ten outs or whatever in a kickball home run derby. I think I could hit one home run with a baseball bat and a, and a baseball. I guarantee I would hit zero home runs. There's not a chance. That's all well, I'm saying. I. Th- think you'd hit at least one. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Mm, to summarize my my speech, I would like to say that this precisely would be zero. Um, fair. That's fair. You know what? If we were professional debaters, you would have just won. Who? Me or... Dumb. Ambassador. Dumb won. That's all you have to say is nerd. Yeah, I think... I mean, I, I did it competitively. I think you guys are master debaters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, that's that's what he undeafens himself for. That's woof. <laughs> I appreciate you, Dag. <laughs> I liked it a lot. All right. Um, what were we talking about? Okay. Okay. My other thought with the home run derby is okay. So I would argue that most of us are not super athletic. Most of us. Um, or yes. not, not in our athletic prime, or you know have have injuries. Like even the folks who are relatively athletic, um, the most notable example, CBS, um, he you know uh, has has the the shoulder uh, injury and surgery and all that stuff. So probably not at his athletic prime either. Um, so what if we did like a um, wiffle ball style, you know, where we did like a shortened park. Yeah. Or even do softball style with the shortened yeah. park. 
I feel like in that environment I have a chance to hit home run. I still might not, <laughs> to be honest. Still might not. Uh, hitting a softball seems like sounds easier than actually executing. But um, and then wiffle ball, same deal, right? Like they just don't travel as far as you want them to, even if you square it up. So maybe I feel like may I feel like I have a shot in either of those scenarios. No. I mean, why not? Uh, because I said so. Damn. What a shame. Yeah. And Dag is deafened again. <laughs> what the heck is happening? I don't know. He's just done with us. So, <laughs> next year, next season, um, I feel like we could do... We should have Backyard Home Run Derby where the players, the the representatives of the players, IRL, have to set up, like, some sort of an outline of a home run, you know, whatever distance we decide. So if it's 100 feet, 200 feet, 100 feet, whatever, whatever that distance is, everyone marks off that distance in some area. It can be their yard, could be a, a local park, whatever, and then plays the home run derby with whoever's available and records it. And that's media content. That those are YouTube videos, right? So, like, everyone's getting paid for those. Yeah. I mean, right? Instead of doing this whole, like, let's simulate it in a different game, like, 1v1 me IRL, bro. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. I, I mean, it would be... That would be really fun. Um... <laughs> and the results mean something. I, it can mean whatever we want. Like, it could just be an honorific title. <laughs> we could put... <laughs> you know at least one person would make a joke like, why can't I put TPE in myself? <laughs> I mean, yeah, is TPE an illegal substance IRL? How does that work? I'm not sure. I mean... A TPE is a, like a not a physical thing. Ooh, it's a state of mind if you think about it. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of like <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it because it's more like a the it's it's like a noun version of the concept of training. You know. So, if you were to get TP in real life, it would just mean, like, you worked out. Oh, yeah, fair. Yeah. And I tried buying Hall of Fame equipment IRL. (laughs) Right? Yeah, like, who could afford actual training in life, like, in real life? That's, there's no way, right? I mean, it's, how much is Hall of Fame equipment? 15 mil? Is it 19? No, it's 18. I think it's 18, because it's, and that's the million for the... Yeah, it's 18 million. How much money does LeBron James spend on training? Why are you looking up a basketball player? LeBron spends $1.5 million. So, in PBE, we have a training regimen 10 times as excessive as LeBron. Oh my gosh, our entire economy is a lie, is what you're telling me. Yes, we are... We are clearly in like Venezuela. Or something. Oh my gosh! This hyperinflation is horrifying. Oh man, we gotta get Ho on this right away. Yes, yeah. 
I mean, there's obviously there's been some some helicopter money schemes or something. Um, we should maybe we should maybe we need to adopt the euro. Yeah, I mean, what equipment are you buying every season that you can't just reuse the next season? <laughs> what is Hall of Fame equipment? What is it? Is it just PEDs? Can we talk about this? Is Hall I of Fame know. equipment I mean, literally I... just PEDs? Maybe that's why head office keeps denying Colby's steroid suggestion. Oh my gosh. It goes deeper, everybody. We're already using them. That, that's the, deep, the only explanation. The deep state doesn't want you to know about it. Right? <laughs> it's just a BuzzFeed article now. Yeah. PBE BuzzFeed. That's a good Twitter. If someone's looking for a Twitter idea. I would read that. I would read the heck out of Twitter idea. Speed. That's a media article. Come on now. True. Can you imagine how funny an article of that variety would be? Like someone like breaks into head office and it's like some like deep cult. Like the Illuminati. They're taking all my and digital money. The guy in a what is what is hummus like? Hummus is just a thing of hummus, and he, whenever he gets, well, I was not expecting that part, but hummus is just a jar of um, hummus, but he can transform into a human being, and he's just as pale as a jar of hummus. This is, this is um, a character from Deep Space Nine, isn't it? Hummus is not good. The food. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, 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 I love hummus. Yeah. He's well, yeah, I think I I commented offhand uh, after the first, um, all of the commissioners broadcast or whatever you call it, commissioner. Yeah. Jam. Yeah, commissioner. I was like, yeah. hummus Loki looks like Zach Braff. Logan, like he doesn't—he doesn't look exactly like Zach Braff, but I'm like, I see similar, like facial similarities. He's got—I think he—he he makes me laugh because he definitely has a Florida man face. <laughs> Is this pre or but I like Zach, the point was I like Zach Braff, so it was meant as a compliment. I don't know. No, no, I get that. Thomas uh, is the most attractive person in the PB. Ouch. I mean. Yeah, don't take it yeah. personally. That's fine. Sorry, uh, oh, I, I don't, I don't know if Dag's real name is public knowledge, so I'm not gonna drop. Right, that. let's not. Listen, he messed up in the in the locker room. Um, the war room. The yeah. war room. That's not. Yeah, let's not leak. Then his we leaks. were. Then Sarah would have to run another lawsuit. Would have to run, the, have to run another hit through the locker room again. <laughs> I like it. And then she would defend herself from it as the team lawyer. Yes. Yeah. Just a freaking fish batting people around with her tail. I do like the fact that Sarah, like, none of us are paying Sarah, so she's only going to defend herself. <laughs> when it comes down to it, like, if any of us was in actual legal trouble on the team, she'd be like, well, yeah, where's my money? And the, And again, the big problem is... Dag refuses to charge for admission, so the the stadium makes no money. Like we're in the whole eight hundred grand every season, pretty much. Like if you look at the budgets, 
800 grand. It's ridiculous. I mean, my team in Boise makes money based off my bar because they pay for stuff. And everyone's invited. It's not just for uh, Boise Raptors. It's for people who are on the team at some point. Well, that I'm I'm not on the team, so I guess I'm not invited. I never said you weren't invited. You said people on the team at some point. Oh, are you saying people who were teammates with you at some point? Yep. Oh, okay, cool. So that means. Mr. Jump Jump can drink drink anytime yes. he wants. Wow. wants. I'll take uh, a double Shirley Temple. Let's go. I was going to say, I left my shaker bottle at the bar, but I'll get it for you right away. <laughs> that's, oh, man. That's, that's one of my favorite dad jokes. It's like anytime I'm at a bar... Uh, and someone asked me what I what I'd like. I always say like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna get crazy tonight. I'll take a Shirley Temple. It's like my favorite thing. I don't. It's stupid. Oh, they're great. I love it. I forget Crozier's like close to my age, but I'm somehow much older than he is. <laughs> okay. Oh, like in game. Well, I've had a legitimate conversation with him and uh, Mixon before for like, I think we talked for like three hours one night just after a crush podcast. It was ridiculous. I mean, he in is... game, Derek Rogers is only 18 years old. Yeah. So... Dude, Crozier McCoy's going to be like 55 when he stops. <laughs> I mean, I'm like way too old. Yeah, see, you're, the engine says you're 21. That's really? fun. I haven't looked at that before, I don't think. That's funny. Because it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just... I didn't even know I made my player 16 in the game. I had no oh, idea I did I'm that. I'm 24. Oh my god. Yeah. Who that's... is the oldest player in the PBE right now? Um, ooh, I don't know how to look that up. I put is there not a it? sort by age in-game? Maybe it's in the league history? A... There's sortable stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could sortable stats. And then I can custom... I can add a uh, column that'll say age. And I think it's under miscellaneous info. Oh, and it's not alphabetical. So now i got to look at it. I'm trying to figure out... Okay. Sec years. Pro years. <laughs> years left. On contract, okay. Of like years left, they're dying. How many years did they have left? <laughs> oh my god. Major league years. Oh my god. It's got to be a thing, right? Maybe um, it's under general. It while you were sorting that, I have a, a funny story about years left. Um, so before I ran my league, I had a, a mini league on um this very fun two D uh GM game called Football GM. And one year, I accidentally set the injury ratio from 0.009 to 0.9, which meant that a a player's chance of getting injured was 10,000 times that of the regular game. And (laughs) we had two players' users, or two users' players, just die. 
Like they just have death in that. So I had to like roll back a really old autosave because I just like accidentally killed our player. Okay, so looking at um just all players that have ever been created, the oldest is forty two, but obviously that's a that's a retired player. So now I'm trying yeah. to find like the oldest active player. Yeah. I think I think it's Balquin who pitched today. I think he's thirty seven. Hmm. And you got Old Man Bentley, Bisquick, who I replaced. I'm just going by letter, letter for not last name. Oh, Walker Cato is technically the oldest now. He's 39 and he's still... Oh, active. I'm looking in the minors. I'm looking in the minors. Hang on. Uh, I, I was like, I couldn't figure so, it out because I'm like, why is the oldest player 26 that's active? Because I'm looking in the minors. And then you got Bobby Daring who threw another perfect game. So taken for a 35-year-old. DH Toby McMuffin is 37 years old. Interesting. I know the oldest so far is 39. Yeah, Walker Cato's 39 and still pitching, yeah. He's gonna turn 40 and not retire. He's like uh big sexy. But the oldest hitter. The oldest hitter is Toby McMuffin. Tied with R.J. Menard. Am I reading this correctly? Was there just no Hall of Famers for three seasons? I was going to say, you already know Bentley's apparently a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, there's still season 13 players playing, right? Or have they all auto-regressed it? Like death. I no. think they've all auto regressed. I'm looking at a because uh, yeah, I have right the now. Hall of Fame thing pulled up, and there's just no one for S thirteen fourteen. Yeah, it's just there's just two yeah, years that just have no old. players, and then none of the other years have that. So I don't know if it's like formatted weird, <laughs> or they just the like had no Hall of Fame team. that year. So I think the youngest player in the minors is uh, Brazdar, Lemonade, and myself, tied with a many, many others. Well, I, I have bad news for you. Brazdar is not in the minors. Well, I'm in the majors. It's it's 11 o'clock for me, and it's like 2 a.m. for you over there. I did not is? get to sleep. I was going to say Crozier sleeps like a baby because he didn't take a nap today. I really haven't yeah. They really Yeah, thirty seven is the oldest hitter. Yeah. There's a lot of young young arms in the PvE right now. Specifically on certain teams. I think and this is just me here. I'm not gonna say anything bad about Seattle. I'll save that for Esso's podcast. But I think OBX is going to have to blow it up at some point. They've got a lot of older players. Yeah, the... I don't know. The cap changes are what forced uh, DVS to, you know, blow it up and and start reworking things. Don't call it a rebuild. Um, And then the cap change happened again the next season. (laughs) Like The cap shrunk and then the cap was like slightly untrunk and yeah um so 
technically you can go longer, I think, without blowing it up. But there does come a point where, yeah, they're, they're, you can't have a full team of peak players um, unless you've really like negotiated contracts perfectly where you've got just the right amount of like early stacked and late stacked so that the money works. How do they decide that? That's a great question. I think... Uh, I think they've talked about it. I think HO has had conversations about the process of determining salary cap. Um, and a lot of it, from my understanding, is is driven by the user base. So if we have an influx of players, the cap adjusts based on uh, teams being competitive without being overpowered. That's their, their goal. Um, I, I think everyone was on board with the salary cap reduction. I think that was a, a, a good thing because again we had like super teams be super dominant for like 20 seasons basically. <laughs> like, that's probably not ideal. That's probably not what they're looking for. So it made sense. Um, but it may have been a slight overcorrection and that's why they kind of stepped it back a little bit. But yeah, as far as the actual process, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a um, an algorithm someone uses or something else that that goes into it i'm not sure well pardon the interruption but i know we were talking about old man walker cato he's leading the league right now with 11 wins at the age of 39 it's pretty spectacular still hasn't thrown a perfect game this season i don't think he's even regressed that much either just his last ten starts, he's eight and two in that time frame. He's eleven and three. He's not really spectacular, but his wins above replacement is uh two point one right now, headed into the break. Yeah, I mean he only has nine years of major service and two years of minor service, so he's only in his first year of regression basically. Or second year. Right, because ten is your first and eleven is your second. Whatever it is, either first or second here. So he, he's not regressing hard. He just started out at the age of 29, basically. Or 28. The way I see it, he's had a very interesting career, to say the least. I think he's one of the few players I've ever seen in this league in the two seasons that I've been a part of it. It's had so many double-digit loss seasons and then so many double-digit win seasons. Like he's just now getting over 500 for his career in the majors. Sonic, um, there is an in-game auto-retirement. I forget what the specific age is, but um, it actually leads to a bunch of really fun issues on uh, a lot of different bots because, like, Leo Robert, I think, is one of the players who has a bunch of issues because... There's multiple Leo Roberts, and then the bots can't figure out like what team he plays for, Moosey's character. Um, and then similarly, yeah, if your player hits auto retirement age, then every season they have to like readjust your player, and um, and the bots can't figure out who you play for. <laughs> it's funny. It's engine quirks, more engine quirks. That's why they don't like to start people out that old. Because I think I think you're exactly right. That auto retirement breaks a bunch of stuff, causes more work for the um, the audit teams. 
Mm. Well, thankfully, we all know that Leo Roberts plays for the Scorpions. Oh, man. That would have oh, been a dream. I don't what do you mean? What? 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 I think he would have been good with DVS, but... I'm The joke is I'm a robot. Because I don't know where Leo Roberts plays. Cancun. Well, yeah, I was going to say he used well, to be a crab. Oh, yeah, I know where he plays because he's with me. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> it was joking. good. It was, listen, it was a good joke, and I just left yeah. it hanging by going, what? <laughs> because okay. anytime someone says what, I have to respond what? Because what, what? That's, the, that's also the joke to me. So, like, when my wife legitimately asked me what because she didn't hear me, I just go, what? And then we say what back and forth for, like, 30 seconds. Wait, what? What? I'm satisfied with where my player is at, in all honesty. I'm very satisfied. I could be a lot worse in my first season. I could be a lot better, but... At least... Uh, I am pretty trash my first season, and that's how it's supposed to be. Want to know what's interesting, though? And I feel bad for Bruzdar right now. My first what? major league win... Was this pat was today's sim? I got my first big league win, and what ended up happening was was against Brustar Lemonade and Tony Gunk. Oh, really? I'm not joking either. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Brustar had another quality start. He got he didn't factor into the decision. Cancun's uh reliever. Funnily, last name is Shu. He's 0 and 7 in blue. Yeah, he's, he's really bad. <laughs> I watched him lose a lot of games. Oh, he's 0 and 7 with five blown saves. What he a chat. He actually gave up the uh, home run to my uh, one of my best patrons at the bar, Parker, not Bochamp. Each of Bogomp. Pogchamp. Bogomp. Parker Pogchamp. Yeah. Yeah, Parker Pogchamp. <laughs> I was going to say, that's. I literally call her Beecham's. I'm calling Beecham's. I don't screw it up. Parkour Beach Ball. <laughs> you know who's an interesting fella? SLM. Wait, who? SLM. I don't know that. Lim. SLM? What? Spell that. SLM. Oh, I am slim. Yeah. I am SLM. I always read that as I am slim. Is that how it's pronounced? I have no clue. (laughs) That's a great question. I don't think I've ever interacted with them. No. Everyone loves them, and I can't really do it. But people also love me, and I've never done anything, so check that. Listen, you are the man, the miners' ambassador. People love you for that. I was going to say. All right, gang. Listen, it is eleven twenty-one p.m. on the West Coast, the best coast. The worst coast. It is even later on on the East Coast, the least coast. 
the best coast. No, it doesn't. We've best and east don't run. Really the the beast coast. The be there you go. I'll give you that. The best yeah. coast and the beast coast. You know, I am. I I almost cried when I learned that I got miners ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked about that. Getting um, getting user driven awards is like it's actually like. It fills that cup of emotion. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like something that you feel like you've done, you've accomplished by doing things as opposed to player awards, which are just, well, the sim just did this, so here's an award. <laughs> I right? had a high like, OPS. Yeah, like, okay, cool, I hit a bunch of home runs. Like, that's neat. <laughs> um, I had no control over that other than putting my points where everyone else is also putting their points. Like, So, no, getting getting a, a user-driven <laughs> award is huge. Always... I'll message Dag and be like, hey, what should I do for today's update? And he'll be like, put it all in tower. <laughs> like, yes. every update. And I'm like, why do I even message you? Yeah, put it all in power. Him and Steel are both like that. Yeah. They just... I mean, yeah. it gives you contact and, and uh, you know, chicks dig the long ball. I mean, that's we've learned that from, from 90s commercials. So. Yeah. That's it. McCoy and his 248 average. Is it? There's no way it's that high. I was going like, to say it was at one point. Oh my God. I looked at it just now. Yeah, I've fallen off a bit recently, which is what happens with rookies. I mean, yeah, I, I had a pretty wow. charmed. Like, my worst season ever was my rookie season where I hit 268. <laughs> My Chris Jacob has led a uh, a charmed sim life for sure. No, I mean I just I I'm trying to bat like, I mean realistically this is the worst I will ever be as a player, you know. So yeah, true. Whatever. So we're not gonna talk about the two hundred two, two fifty four, two seventy nine season. What are you pitching right now, Derek? <laughs> Yeah, I'm worst... actually not doing. I I was doing a lot worse. I was doing a lot worse. At I mean, my let's worst, just. I was zero and one with one save and an ERA of eight point three one. Let's not focus oh. on how bad a player is. Let's how let's focus on how not bad my player is. Okay. You know, let's keep it positive. <laughs> okay. okay, I would like everyone listening to this podcast to know. But Derek Rogers has negative 0.4 war, and I have negative 0.3. So therefore, I was going to say that's like comparing my negative 0.1 war. Oh man! <laughs> I also have a zone rating of flat zero. I think that means um, the next round's on on, uh, on Derek. I mean, that, that's how it works, right? I was going to say every <laughs> round's on me, unfortunately. WRC is a 72. <laughs> what was it my, my rookie year in, in Chicago? Was it like 52? I don't want to look. I have to, I have to check this real quick. Because that I'm was so fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll take negative four war instead of being five and 15 like Benson was last year. Yeah, I have 82 contact. Nice. Um, I'll work on okay, let's look at this. Yep. I, <laughs> my first, my rookie year, my WRC plus was 43. And then it jumped up by 80 the next year. 
three. That has to be. I'm gonna search like what the worst non-pitcher season was in the MLB. I think it was Corky Miller by a long shot. Don't ask Chris me. Davis in 2018 had 24. Oh my God, that's right. He had the. No, that's the only reason great. he was not bad is because he had that devastating 0 for 54. Are you are you crying because we're fact checking, Jacob? No, I'm just enjoying the experience. But okay. um, but yeah, I think at this point, thanks wait, for calling for for throwing back to me. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, yeah, I think we'll call it. We can keep goofing around, but I'm gonna um, I'm gonna End call it here. Okay. Um, but I will give you uh, final final words. We will start uh, with with Derek Rogers. We will start. Uh, with you, sir, and uh, if you want to shout anything out or talk about something, uh, the floor is yours. Well, this is non-PVE related, but I'll get onto that track again in a second. Chris, I said one about... thing, not two things. No, I'm, I'm just wow. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm getting the suds tonight. Well, Chris Davis now is owed almost as much money if not more than Bobby Bonilla now. Contra- his contract is worth $42 million in deferred payments. Hmm. And that is until um, next year. He's receiving $23 million in next year. And he's going to receive $9.16 from 2023 to 2025. $3.5 million from 2026 2032 and 1.4 million from 2033 until 2037 and by 2037 he will be 51 years old so there you go about money crying all the way to the bank sounds like it's gonna say chris davis was a better player than bobby Bonilla ever was just ask a mets fan Fair enough. What was your second point? Boise is in first place. And they've remained in first place for a co- at least two weeks now. And I'm very happy to be a part of that organization, despite the fact that my record is sub-500 right now and my ERAs is in the sixes. I'm not mm. about individual performance. I'm all about being a team player. One of my teammates was under 200. I wrote an article about them, and then they went from 185 to hitting 203 as of today's sim. So I'm all about lifting up my teammates, and I am not willing to put them down, even if they had a bad rookie year. That's just how I feel about that. You know, that's the right attitude to have. I like it. All right. And uh, Dom, any parting words or thoughts? Uh, first, um, I'm glad that you like Boise. I think they're a cool team, and I'm looking forward to watching them lose 4-0 to the uh, Voyagers this year. Um, oh, no. <laughs> that's shut a up. joke. I love I'll Boise. Shut, I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. Um, you. you'll <laughs> dude, I'm on the second worst organization in the PBE. Like, I need to take what yeah, they're Seattle. Uh, but. Uh, in in serious news, uh, one uh, might be rocking a, a a Cancun um satire podcast. 
soon. We'll see if I get that started. Uh, that'll be really exciting. And uh, all I want to do is have some fun before the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. So, uh, wow. <laughs> That's a reference that people of my age understand. <laughs> I know, I know that song, and I'm very shocked he pulled that reference out. Yeah. Very shocked. Listen, Dom and I get along because he's also an old soul. That's the only reason. It <laughs> transcends actual physical age. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the world's biggest uh, Cheryl Crow fan. <laughs> oh, God, that was one of her songs? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a hit like uh '93. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, I was I was alive. I was actually alive. I was uh. Yep. I was nine years old. So there you go. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Uh, those of you who who listened, thanks for sticking it out. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I'll see you on the field. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more. Visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.